if you were an astronaut, I forgot where I saw this, dude. I remember, wish I remember so I could put the link up to it. If you were an astronaut and you were hurtling towards a black hole, right? Before you got sucked into the black hole, like when you were on the uh, event horizon portion of it, right? Mm -hmm. Right outside the, the pretty much the point of return, the moment you cross that point, <clears throat> you would see yourself uh, twice, right? You would see yourself in the center of the black hole being crushed to death, right? At a molecular level. Yeah. But you would also see yourself outside of the black hole, not being crushed to death. <laughs> All right, welcome to uh, this week's episode of Two Dummies and a Microphone with your host, John and Lucas. What up? What's happening, man? Good for you to be back. I know you were uh, traveling for a while. So Yeah, I was. Uh, I was in Hawaii twice in uh, twice this month. I can tell you that I'm not used to flying into Hawaii. Like, I've never flown in there, ever. Really? I've, I've never been to Hawaii, so I mean, I've never... I mean, you sailed in with us. Like you well, didn't get to leave. Yeah, but, but I mean, I didn't step <laughs> off the ship. Is what I didn't do. So you didn't get to leave, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh, flying in was definitely different. Um, this they're they're toning back on COVID, so the next time I go, it won't be as intense. But uh, it's an experience. Um, I haven't flown this much in a, a long time, like since Pasigula, essentially. Oh wow. Yeah. So, uh, it's a seven hour flight from here. So mm -hmm. flew in Monday, came back, uh, Friday. And then last week I flew in Monday, came back Thursday. Right. That's like back to back. Oh, it was back to back. I was only home for the weekend. Like that was it. Good night. So I'll take a little break next week and then I'll be flying out again. Uh, back to Japan though, which I am excited to go back there. Oh yeah, no. It's super <laughs> like, you get to go there for like funsies. Like, it's I mean, not, I know that you, I know that you're working, but like, it's not really funsies. Like, uh, the the job in of itself is is cool. Like, I really I enjoy being a assessor on board ships. Like, going yeah. on board, uh, seeing the sailors show their equipment. A lot of times they're like proud. Sometimes they're confused. That's funny. Uh, sometimes like they come in with this defeatist attitude and like the stuff starts working and you can see like their confidence start to build up. Yeah. Which is also pretty cool. But when they're ill prepared, uh, that's what makes it shitty. Cause I'm not doing anything. I'm yeah. waiting, I'm literally sitting and waiting for however long it takes them to set up to show me the next check. Uh, yeah, no, I remember that. Like you always just try and keep everybody busy. Mm-hmm. That's normally the rule, right? Keep your assessors busy. Otherwise, they yeah. like wander around and start looking for stuff. And I was like, oh, they're wandering around looking for stuff because they're trying to be assholes. No, I'm it's, bored. We're bored. <laughs> we are so bored. <laughs> right? We are so bored. But uh, yeah, so if they're not prepared, I normally leave late because uh, I want to get them to demonstrate as much as possible. Yeah. Right? That's kind of the, the name of the game. I don't care about anything else other than the equipment and making sure that it operates. But that means that there's not enough time for funsies afterwards, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not like I'm getting off at two o'clock and get to hit happy hour and then hang out oh, all yeah. day. No, it's That'd not be like dope, that. Though. That would be, that would be, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to make time in Japan though. Uh, I've been craving real ramen for weeks, <laughs> months even. Yeah, now you leave Japan and it's like, uh, I want actual Japanese food again. Yeah, yeah. I remember saying, I think it was here. I said uh, I didn't like the sushi over there, or maybe it was over the phone. As much as, yeah, your eyes got all big. Like, yeah, what I'm the like, fuck? Why are you? Why are you saying that? Like, you, because I did epicenter dude. of you are sushi. you are at the epicenter of sushi. Okay, and maybe this is what we get into today. Mm. right maybe this is it maybe and i'm not talking about sushi i'm talking about the experience of where you try something for the first time for me it was sushi in san diego right as an adult yeah and it may not have been the best sushi right but i prefer that american style rolls with a lot of stuff going on right you like the flavor explosion in your mouth yes in japan though they don't like that 
no it's, it's very it's simplicity sacrilege dude yeah. it's, it's get get this the fuck out of here this, is, <laughs> <laughs> this you isn't get, you sushi get fish, right wasabi and some rice yeah and then you you can't put the i mean really when i say you can't you can do whatever the fuck you want it's your food you're gonna put it in your mouth but you yeah. shouldn't put the soy sauce on the rice you need to put it on the fish right same thing yeah. with the uh the wasabi like you can't jack up the rice because they spend years years learning how to make the perfect sushi rice they do and it's like so me and my wife started watching this korean drama called 2521 on netflix okay and it's so funny to me how other countries cultures are because uh the story like just a little bit of the backstory right so this mom has a daughter who who is a ballerina and she doesn't want to do ballet anymore mm-hmm. and so she runs away from home to go to her grandmother's house and finds her mom's old diary and talks about how her mom got into fencing and was into all these maga is it maga or manga comic books uh manga uh, with an manga a. yeah they're korean so i don't know if it's the same thing um i don't know yeah <laughs> well she's into it all these be. comic books and she meets this boy and they become friends but the thing is is that the kid the boy is older only by like two or three years right but since he's an elder he's treated with so much a different respect like they call him sir and all this i'm like there's no just because he's older like not by much older yeah no like, like and this was the like the the mom's part of the story takes place in like 1998 and like the high schoolers are yes sir no sir like bowing to him showing him respect and there's none of that anywhere else in america like if you graduate from high school and you're 20 some 16 year old's not going to call you sir unless you you know no they're not um in fact they might just call you a weak ass bitch or something like that <laughs> 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 try to challenge you or something i don't know culturally it is weird dude it is weird and i like i was talking to her about it last night when we were watching tv i think because like we have no history like in america like we're all a melting pot of people and we all come from different backgrounds there's no real lineage to the history like the koreans have been around for how long i mean the japanese have been around for how long like they have that history yeah i'm not gonna say that they don't have that history because it you're right it is a melting pot right and culturally it'll be uh very very different right yeah. but within each little group so you have the the pennsylvania dutch right you have mm-hmm. everyone appalachia they all started somewhere whether it was england germany uh even asia dude we had a ton of uh chinese immigrants here helping build the railroads right yeah and the irish it, don't forget the irish and the, and the irish right uh the mormons all of them and they all have their own history but it just doesn't uh it doesn't necessarily mean that you have none right it's just that we're not as homogenous so you probably see that sir thing in uh communities where like that elder sibling has that kind of respect right yeah maybe i've never really maybe you're just not in that that community yeah that could be um i know for me it's the uh the patriarch and matriarch right like the oldest yeah uh family member like my grandmother my mom's side was that person yeah where everyone congregated to her house right everything happened around her kind of purview um and then from there falls like the older siblings after that yeah yeah but that uh could, that's gonna be you one day who me yeah it sure <laughs> well i mean you're the <laughs> if, oldest out of i am three, the oldest I mean. but i am not the see i don't want to say i'm not the one that it would be i'm the one that moves around the most yeah you know what i mean so i'm never in one one for spot. now though like you're not like your parents are still alive so i mean like for now my still parents are still alive it's connecticut like that's where we would call home right yeah. but once my parents retire and move back to brazil to their like dope ass house they have down there <laughs> right is it going to be brazil is it going to be connecticut you know what know. i mean like yeah. there's no one no one owns any property out there like i own a property up in washington but that's way too far from brazil yeah head up i got some in my mouth right now yeah but uh 
<laughs> I don't know what it was. I think it was a piece of my mustache, which is coming That's back. funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, right? My brother Phil is in uh, Florida. It might be down there. We all just go to Phil's house, and he's yeah. the youngest. A little role reversal right there. Yeah, a little role reversal. It might just be the most convenient person or the best the, weather. The best weather or Cheapest the gas. Uh... <laughs> Dude. So I read an article uh, last week. San Diego has surpassed San Francisco as the most expensive place to live. Dude, I I like I wanted to not I wanted to buy a bicycle last time I felt it. It was four twenty five. I know it's more expensive than San Diego, but Dude, I wanted like to I wanted to here. buy a bicycle. It's six dollars. It's over six dollars. Over six dollars. It is past. How can you afford to live there? I dude, I I can't. Not like you, but just like regular people, like. Dude, even even like me right now, right? Like and people I can't still afford... drive everywhere. You have to. Right, you have to, but uh, yeah, it's it's super expensive out here. Like we take my wife's car everywhere. I can't drive the truck. That thing is too expensive. Yeah, right. But it's good, dude. There's a huge boom for people buying more electric vehicles, right? Yeah, but you know what's funny is I I don't know if I sent you the meme or if I put it on the Instagram or whatever it is, but like there's gonna be electric vehicles that break down or people forget to charge them. Yeah, and there's gonna be a gas powered car saw, that comes out that. To yeah i, was I like, saw that thing uh okay. for now it'll be gas powered i think in the future it'll be an electric power vehicle but you still need like something has to charge the electricity yeah then you wind power nuclear power fossil fuel still but it's just not as many little power plants running around it's just like one bigger power plant with because you know i mean you worked at a food industry before right like making yeah one meal for one person takes more money and resources than mm-hmm. expending it out by yeah. a lot right so it's the same thing with power generation if i have one power plant that can charge 100 cars it's a lot easier than 100 little engines right making power just for themselves yeah but uh i'm mm-hmm. excited because it makes electric cars cheaper yeah right so I mean, if more people are buying it it's going to drive the price down because or up. I don't know. I don't know how much there is. I mean, there really lines. there'll be a monopoly on it. I mean, you either gonna have to buy quantity over quality. Yeah. And then lithium mining in and of itself is harmful to the planet. Up, though. It is. And those batteries are sketchy, dude. Yeah. Like Uh-oh. I know there's it says my internet's unstable. Mm. Just like the user. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is, but these yeah. allergies, like, it's not even springtime up here. I've been sneezing, and my eyes have been itchy. It's been it's terrible. Like 80 degrees out here, dude. Yeah, no. It's it was hot. a high of, like, 51. It was nice yesterday. I was, like, wearing a T-shirt, and it was, like, 56 degrees. No, I, I, wore, a, I wore a tank top to mow the lawn today. Nice. Yeah, shorts and uh, my Crocs. I have long Crocs. I don't have... Yard shoes is Crocs that I wear to do yard work. <laughs> yeah, no, I still haven't had a chance to cut the grass or get outside. I made a fire pit and I cooked some steaks on an open fire the other night. Those were pretty bomb. That's good. I've been, uh, I, this happens every single time I have a short duty. I get really into making stuff with dough. Yeah. Right. Like bread. Oh, yeah. Tortillas. Mm hmm. Right. So I've been, uh, I've been channeling my inner Mexican and trying to make tortillas. Uh, I've made two batches of flour tortillas so far. The first one, not that great. I didn't put enough fat in the, um, in the dough. Yeah. And then the second batch I made was actually really good. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time with the salting though. Like I'm always scared of over salting dough. Oh yeah. I know. I can see that. Right. And then once you're done, you're like, fuck it and put enough salt in yeah. this. <laughs> uh, and Belinda made some bread, which is really good. Yeah. yeah try, try my hand at it again. See if I can uh, make more tortillas. It's not that I don't like buying tortillas. It's just, I don't know. It's the experience. It's, it's learning how to do it is really yeah. what it is. So that way, when I taste one, I'm like, oh, this one is pretty good. They made it with lard. Or no, not as good. They probably yeah. use shortening or olive oil or something. Hmm. Have you tried like a old ancient recipe at all? What do you mean? 
like actually getting like stone ground flour and like things that they would use, like the indigenous people would use See, to make tortillas. So, uh, no, I have not done that, but it brings me to, uh, an interesting video I saw on YouTube like years ago. Oh yeah. Where <laughs> this dude wanted to make uh, a chicken sandwich from scratch. Mm -hmm. And when he talked about from scratch, it was from like nothing. Right. So he planted the wheat. He oh, grew he the planted wheat. it. Yeah. He grew oh, the wow. wheat. He ground the wheat down. Right. Uh, he raised some chickens, like grabbed their eggs to make, uh, the dough and stuff like yeah. that. Or no, there was no eggs in the, the bread dough that he made. Uh, harvested the chicken for the meat. He grew the lettuce. He grew the tomatoes. That's right. Crazy. He milked a cow to make the mayonnaise and all that good stuff. Right. He did all this work to make a sandwich. And then once he finally put it together and ate it, it wasn't as good as just buying a store. Oh sandwich. yeah. No, it's never going to be. No, <laughs> it took him over a year dude, to just plan this whole thing out. It's still pretty um, cool though. It's cool. Like he went yeah. through the whole process. So now he has, an appreciation of every every aspect down the line right yeah. um to eat a sandwich that's good but there's just some things like bread i don't want to pay that much money for bread if i can make some pretty good bread right yeah but i mean like it's also fun yeah cost versus yield though hmm. my problem is not the cost versus yield because i can make bread cheaper i can make a loaf of bread or two loaves with about three cups of flour Okay. Right. Which is cheap, real cheap. The problem is that homemade bread does not last as long as store-bought bread. And I'm not talking about like it goes bad. I'm talking about my family has no self-control when it comes oh, yeah. to eating homemade bread versus oh, for sure. store-bought. Like one yeah. loaf will last the moment it comes out of the oven and then you wait like five to 10 minutes. By the end of the night, it will be gone. Mm. Right. And you were planning on using it for sandwiches or something down the line, but yeah, you know, it's, it's always gone. It just makes yeah, the whole smell house smell good. You know, our, my, my, yeah, my kids are like that. I got to ration out snacks. Cause they're like, can we have a whole of this, a whole of that? I'm like, look, man, if you, if all three of y'all get a whole one, like how long is this going to last us? And they're like two days. I'm like, look, I'm not going to go back to the store. So like, once this is out, like it's done so, for two he, weeks eat something else <laughs> <laughs> like it's out for two weeks that's how benny is with apples dude like this kid will eat about three or four apples in an afternoon yeah like just always eating them and it's not like he starts one and throws it out he finishes like the whole thing it. yeah mm. he eats the entire thing down to the core right like i'll be cleaning and find little shriveled up apple cores <laughs> behind the couch or something <laughs> oh man yeah, it's it's an. Exp I never thought I'd spend so much money on apples. Yeah, and they're not getting any cheaper either. I'll tell you that. No. Uh, but back to what I wanted to talk about. All right. Trying something inauthentic the first time, like the sushi. Yeah. And then you go and try the authentic thing, mm -hmm. right? I sometimes feel, and when I was younger, I felt this way. I felt obligated to like the authentic more than the inauthentic. But the older I get, like this whole sushi thing, I'm not afraid to admit to the world, I don't <laughs> like sushi in Japan. Right? I like it over here. Right? Uh, there are things that I like way better authentic than uh, inauthentic, but this is just one that I prefer the bastardized version that we have here in the US. <laughs> With the avocados yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it like you get more you can get more flavor into it and it's more fun to eat it's more like, fun to eat uh some people call it like cultural appropriation but i think it's just more absorbing a culture and then adding your own twist to it right making it kind of your own thing and seeing if people like it yeah right? i would call it more fusion than anything yeah fusion i could see fusion um cultural I think, appropriation like i don't yeah i don't know dude people say weird things yeah I know. but uh cooking is just one of those things where no matter what the recipe is i am a firm believer of you shouldn't do the recipe exactly as written oh yeah no right you need to change up a little bit to make it your own like use it as a roadmap yeah right to, to get you close to the flavors you're looking for but then like switch up some things with flavors that you like and see if other people like them as well yeah or leave out things that you don't like yeah, or leave out things that you don't like, right? 
or yeah. substitute things, dude. Like when I made the tortillas, I didn't have lard because I never have lard at the house. I've never yeah. cooked with lard before in my life. Uh-huh. Right. But I understand the lard is there for fat. So I just substituted a uh, hundred grams of lard for a hundred grams of, or 50 grams of uh, canola oil and 50 gram, grams of olive oil. Hmm. And it came out pretty good. It didn't have the, the animal fat flavor that I like because I didn't have yeah. the lard, but it was lighter than the normal low carbs, I guess. Yeah. Or not. Well, I, I mean, yeah, no, I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, no, Alexis bought like the Costco size brand of the corn tortillas, and I just been eating, just putting everything inside of a corn tortilla and eating it. Dude, that is so much corn tortillas. It's like I it's love them, so, but that's so that's many. a lot. Yeah. Just quesadillas. I, do you do lots of quesadillas? Uh, the kids don't like case. Like, it's funny that you bring that up because Troy hates cheese, but really? we'll eat a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. Hates peanut butter, but we'll eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But he won't eat like a Reese's cup because it has peanut butter in it. Um, hmm. but if it's if it's not just cheese, then he'll eat it. Uh, but no, I did do some uh some quesadillas. I made some uh cinnamon brown sugar quesadillas. Okay, I'll fry them up and make cor- like tortillas, like the chips. Yep, and homemade those. And then uh, what was it the other night? Uh, we had some shrimp tempura, and I just put the put those inside of a taco, some hot sauce, <laughs> and some cheese. <laughs> Dude, that's Japanese Mexican fusion right there. Oh, it's there uh, shrimp taco. Yeah, the breakfast but tacos have been style. like every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh we haven't been in that crazy with it, but uh, you said grilled cheese sandwich, right? Yeah, I was watching a uh. Uh, it's like a show on the, is it his, I think it's either history channel or food network. You can't remember exactly. <coughs> I think it's history channel, but, uh, bless you. Thank you. Not done yet. Thank you. Thank you. No. Bless you. Thank you. It's, uh, the food that built America. Uh, I think I've seen that on Netflix. Dude. Yeah. I used to listen to the podcast of it. It's, it's really good. It's on, I watched it on Hulu, but, uh, it might be on there. There was an episode about cheese and how Kraft invented the Kraft cheese single? brand. Yeah. Well, not the single, but it started with uh, his cheese and how he uh, made it so cheese could last longer. Because until he made a national brand, essentially, because until he came along, there was no national brand cheese. Hmm. But uh, one of the hosts said this and I, I believe it to be true, but the Kraft Singles, to me, makes the best grilled oh, cheese yeah. sandwich. Like, I've yeah. had grilled cheese sandwiches with other cheeses. It's not just the same. something about the really highly processed Kraft Singles cheese tastes delicious. Oh, yeah. It's the way that it melts. It, it has the right texture. When you pull it apart, it's got the, the gooiness, the flavor, and all that all the stuff that's going on in there yeah so good yeah yeah i just had to screen my uh my cousin from brazil just called me i gotta call her back later mm. yeah it's like I, I don't know when i was in uh hawaii last time uh i called you right we talked for yeah. her a little bit yeah so after we talked like three other people called me at the same time so i was on the phone for like four or five hours that's crazy. And if you know anything about me, I never call. Yeah, no. Anyone. No. <laughs> right. Nor do I receive phone calls. Like everyone just texts me or Facebook messages me. Yeah. Which is way easier than a million phone calls. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I think people are getting away from calling people. They are, but it depends on how much information I'm trying to relay. Yeah. Like if I'm just trying to... Uh, I don't know, bullshit or shit yeah. talk or just see what's up. That's fine. If I'm trying to get to like the nitty gritty of some information, like we can't be doing that via text message. No, that's too much. Too much. Too much, too typing. much typing. Yeah. 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 What's something that 
you like the inauthentic version of more than the authentic. Oh, dang. Uh, I don't even know. Like, <clears throat> that's a tough question. Like trying to think of what I've had that's authentic and then had it. Or it could be vice versa. Modified. Right. You could have had the the fake version first and then you have the real version. Probably a hamburger. Okay. Like, I don't consider McDonald's hamburgers like authentic because of the way that they're made. But I'd like, I'll, I'll smash a double McCheese from McDonald's vice, like going out and getting a real hamburger. So for that, that one, you kind of, you have to define it a little bit. Cause if you're talking about a, an authentic fast food, fast food burger, then it's McDonald's. They were the first, right? Yeah. So they're the, the realest one. Then maybe I like that. Maybe that's what I like. I'll think better than anybody else. Right. And then I don't everybody want, else. I don't want a, a smash burger. Like I don't want to form my own patties. Because <laughs> uh. <laughs> all the other burgers are, they're burgers, but they're not like the fast food. I mean, they are fast food, but different than McDonald's, right? Unless you're going to like uh, an actual burger joint in the wall yeah. joint where they make all their ground beef patties from scratch right when you walk in. Yeah. No, because yeah. like I'm, I was trying to think like growing up in Louisiana, like m- most of all the food was authentic and the food that I grew up eating was like plain white people food for a better lack of terms. You know what in I mean? Louisiana, dude, that's not plain white people food. Like you guys have really I mean, interesting like, foods and flavors down there. Like we do, but like gumbo, shrimp etouffee, <laughs> crawfish etouffee, stuffed chicken. Like there's no, I don't, I, I haven't seen or had. Uh, anything that wasn't made the way that it was supposed to be like my cultural palette uh, consists of more authentic food than unauthentic food except for like the sushi like what food do you what food would you even consider unauthentic taco bell for mexican food (sighs) definitely not authentic and i prefer regular mexican food over that Uh, okay i'll give you another one pizza I like the inauthentic pizza vice the way that it came from Italy. Yes. But see, even then you can get dig a little bit deeper, right? Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pizza that we know and love today, did it actually start in Italy or did it start in New England with the Italian immigrants? I th- right? think like I like I have no idea, but I think that the I the concept of it came from Italy. Yeah, the the proto and one it, and then it changed. Yeah. But I mean, if you're talking like that's just like sushi right sushi was came from japan and then they made it more yeah changed over time made it more appealing to americans i mean chinese food is the same way though chinese food in that we get from china's chinese food restaurants here yeah it's very inauthentic compared to chinese food in china or even in uh yokohama Right, that's the world's largest in, Chinatown still, outside of China. Well, I was about to say it's still in Japan. It's the largest right? Chinatown, <laughs> it is. It is 100 in Japan, but it's the largest Chinatown outside of China. Mm. Right, and the food I there. So, that. yeah, it is. Fun fact: you learned something today. Yeah, I did, and I've been right? there plenty of times. Tons of times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I listed a few. But see, Chinese food is another one, dude. I like the uh the ones that are catered towards american palates more i like the kung pao chicken the orange chicken the beef and broccoli general so's dude yeah right um but i do like the authentic stuff too it's just some of the stuff is just too um too rich i guess i'll say Mm. or just too much what do you like in what aspect uh they put too to much Chinese five spice in there for you or no, if it's spicy, I'll, I'll probably uh, murder, <laughs> it, murder it. Yeah. Uh, it's just some of the, the more bitter flavor profiles. I'm not a big fan of. Mm. I've like, I've gotten real big into watching cooking shows on Netflix, like the challenges and yeah. how the chefs go around and go back to uh, how things were made before. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like, I feel like, 
those types of things would be a lot more interesting to eat than what we're eating nowadays. I, I agree with you. Um, and I, hopefully like with everything being way more expensive now, people get back into cooking, right? Cause I feel, uh, and this is just my personal experience, right? I'm not saying everyone in our age group is like this, but I feel like a lot of people in our age group either like to cook and do it well, like yeah. me, you, Adam, some of the other people that we hang out with, right? Yeah. Or they don't cook at all and always eat out. Yeah. Right. But with COVID kind of changed the name of, of the game a little bit. Either you're, you're paying through the roof for that DoorDash or Grubhub, or you're learning how to. Uh, well, I mean, people are, they're making it easier nowadays because they have the um, beef box or whatever it is that they just deliver the meals that are pre. Yeah, I forgot about that. We do all we the, do, we do misfits foods. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, I don't know. I like Green the idea. Chef. I like the idea of it, but it's not, it's like target for me where I, when I go to target and I'm trying to buy <laughs> some specific target has everything that's close to what I'm looking for. Not exactly, not exactly what I'm looking for. So yeah. these things are, uh, I mean, all we do is really misfit foods where you pick what you want, uh, and then they'll ship it to you. So like today's the last day, actually, we have to put in our Thursday through Sunday, you put in kind of what you're looking for. Yeah. And then they'll ship it. Some of it's good. Some of it's like, eh, you could do better. Right. Um, but it's not quite exactly what I would get. Um, like we, we just went produce shopping today because the last couple of misfit food boxes didn't have what we wanted. Mm. But, but I'm talking about like the, uh, what is that? Blue apron. But blue apron is the same thing though. Like you, you pick, pick a recipe. Meals, you pick yeah. the recipe and they send you the ingredients, but they don't always have what you might be craving that night. Oh yeah, no. Right? No. So you're you're kind of stuck with that in this in this box to make that, right? That specific thing. Right. You might love it and you might want to eat chicken cordon blue every single day of the night. I don't. Or every every meal. Like that's what you're eating, right? Uh I can't I can't do that. When I when I meal prep, I can't do more than three days in a row of the same thing is too much for me. Like really I'll have to shovel down that, that third day. And then if there's a fourth one, I won't eat it. Uh, see, I'm, I'm different in that aspect. Like if it's, well, maybe not. Cause there's some things that like they'll sit as leftovers in my refrigerator because I wanted it one day. And then the next day I'm like, nah, not so much. Like I got a bag, <laughs> I got a bag of pulled pork that's been sitting in my refrigerator for a week because just haven't been in the mood to have pulled pork anymore. <laughs> When you, when you don't have other options, like you're, you're going to eat it, but, yeah. uh, I can't, it's three days, man. That's, that's the max. And that third day, like I'm really forcing myself to eat it. Yeah. Right. Only cause I'm hungry, but the fourth day I would rather starve. I can't eat it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm the same way. Like we'll, we'll have leftovers. And, uh, if I don't eat it the very next day and I wait for when I really want it, I'll probably never eat it. Yeah. Right. And that includes desserts, dude. Um, uh, a story I like to share is the, the day Belinda ate my Ben and Jerry strawberry shortcake ice cream. Oh Lord. Right. <laughs> so I, we bought this thing, I think it was like a Friday or Saturday, right? And uh, we each got our own little pints of ice cream and we're mm -hmm. watching a movie, eating the pint. Right. And uh, I didn't finish mine. I put it in the fridge. Right. Yeah. Go to work, have duty, work, duty, whatever. Whole week. I don't touch it. Right. The next week I don't touch it. So now it's been in the freezer for two days Yeah. or two weeks. And I'm like, you know what? It's like a Friday. We did really well. Yeah. We did really well that week. Right. I'm like, I want to eat. I'm going to finish that ice cream off, dude. I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to put on TV show and I'm going to finish that ice cream. And I open up the freezer and it's not there. I'm looking all over for it. It's not there. And then I ask her about it. She's like, she oh, yeah. No. Alexis awkward. said the exact same thing to me. <laughs> like she finished her pint of ice cream, but mine is like the caramel sutra one with the caramel core inside of it. Yeah. And that's like my go to from Ben and Jerry's. And if I leave it in the, in the freezer for more than two days, it'll be gone. She's like, it was, it was in there for two days. I'm like, I was saving it. I don't eat oh, it no, all we, at once. We have a, we have little food meccas and stuff that we do. Like I can't, 
um, when we cook with garlic, right? So if I make mm -hmm. uh, like Spanish rice or just rice in general, I'll use garlic in it. Sometimes I chop the garlic real fine. Sometimes I'm lazy and just use the whole cloves. Yeah. If it's the whole cloves, right? And as I'm scooping the rice up, it goes into her plate. It's hers. I cannot take it. I did it once and I almost got stabbed in the face. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's saving the ice cream leftovers for me, right? I, I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to eat it that day or even the next day. Like, But I, ice cream lasts almost forever. Yeah. Right? Don't touch my, don't touch it yeah it's fine um but just little things like that there's foods that we prefer that mm -hmm. i mean we've been together so long that you know just don't touch it she'll yeah. eat it eventually yeah yeah yeah, croissants. <laughs> yeah she'll she'll give me a heads up she's like can i eat this i'm like yeah sure go for it it's been there for like a month yeah yeah it's good stuff though yeah one of the other things i'm working on now too, but I, I thought I'd have more time in port, but I didn't was, um, building planters to start growing veggies out here. Oh yeah. You got the perfect weather for it. I do. I, you can grow all year long. Um, been doing a lot of research on that. I didn't know that there were two, uh, big varieties of tomatoes, not like individual tomato plants, but like type of plant, right? Like you have like, the, uh, determinate and indeterminate potato or tomatoes. Hmm. Right. Determinate tomatoes, you have to plant every season. Like they grow to a specific height. Yeah. They'll bear fruit. You collect the fruit, the plant dies, you replant the plant. Hmm. Right. And determinate, which is what I want to try, but I think is I'm going to lose control of it. Is it, it keeps will growing. Keep growing, dude. Wherever the it's stem touches tomato. Yeah, it just keeps growing forever and ever and ever. It will produce seasonally like it a normal tomato plant does, but it doesn't die. Especially if you have nice weather. Yeah. But another jacked up part is anywhere where the stem goes into the dirt. So like, let's say it's growing up and then it comes back down. That's right? another plant that will start to grow roots and grow another plant. That's crazy. Right. So it's like literally creeping along, trying to make as many tomatoes as possible. That'd be good for salsa though. What? Tomatoes. Growing tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Tomatoes. It's good for salsa. And a lot of the research I was doing, like it's the beginner, home produce plant well like, yeah because you year after year like you don't have to go and buy new plants or plant new seeds you just well tomatoes in general i'm not saying indeterminate a lot yeah. of new growers don't start with indeterminate they start with a determinate one yeah it's... um why would you yeah. start with the harder thing why yeah because if i can nail down the harder thing dude then i'm good to go for the rest of the easier things you are right? but, but it's it's also easy in terms of you can grow a tomato plant in just about anything, like a five-gallon Home Depot bucket. You yeah. can grow one, throw one in that, right? They sell these planter bags that you can grow. All you need to do is make sure you feed it and water it every day. That's crazy. That's it. Well, yeah, it's fun. I built a, a little mini herb planter and then immediately left to Hawaii for two weeks. And they all died. Uh, no, I didn't plant anything yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I built it. There's no soil in it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. I have to figure out how to get soil. The gophers might leave me some because I have a ton of gophers in my yard. That's funny. Yeah. You have to go knock down the mounds before you mow the yard. I used to, my old house, I used to just run them over. The gophers or the mounds? Uh, well, I mean, the gophers were never out, but just the mounds. I'll just spray dirt everywhere. I, I tried doing that, but I also have like a, a pine tree. And running over the mounds, the pine tree is just destroying my lawnmower. So, <laughs> or the pine cones, it drops a lot yeah. of pine cones. Yeah. Um, what movie was I watching the other day? It's totally not even on topic, but the Adam project on Netflix about time travel. I haven't seen it yet. I think it's on my queue. Like I added it to my list, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. It's got Ryan, Ryan Reynolds in it. Okay. Yeah, it's a good watch. It's about quantum theory and wormholes. Dude, I'm just like looking at your face right now, and mm. your mic is cutting it out. My mic? Oh. Yeah. It gave you like a cartoon skull face. That's funny. <laughs> Distract me. I'll check it out, dude. Time travel. I mean, it's been always, it's been a topic we've covered before, but I thought it was pretty a pretty interesting take on 
change your take, your ideas of time, time, uh, time travel at all? Uh, no, not really, because, I mean, they still thought it was possible. Uh, you just need a large uh, pulse of electromagnetic energy uh, to open up a wormhole that they could control. And then you could, depending on the amount of energy and where you jumped at, you could go back to a certain year. But it was all, I mean, it was all quantum theory type stuff way over my head. So I'm kind of curious about that. Uh, not that in general, but I was thinking the other day too, and we might've covered this, but you know how our solar system is also moving through space? Yes. So if you cut a hole in the time space continuum, right? Is it going to follow where you are in time and space, or is it going to just rip open a hole where you were i don't know right um, like if i want to go back in time now am i going back in time to a space where we aren't yet is that uh, what i'm opening up to yeah it's too much math for me like i don't <laughs> i don't know how all of that would work because i know that the the new web telescope that nasa sent up um i don't know why they sent it towards the sun instead of further out into space to look further out, but they sent it towards the sun? Uh, I, I read it briefly. I think ultimately it's going to go out further, but they sent it towards the sun to use kind of like the slingshot, mm. use the sun's gravity to kind of push Fling it out, out further, further with using less power. Mm. But like the the things that they're able to see in the black holes that are further out, I don't like, I don't know where they go. You know what I mean? The black holes. Yeah. Who says they have to go anywhere? I mean, everything has to go somewhere though. No, everything. All right. Everything does have to go somewhere, but black hole is a star that collapsed, right? Yeah. So the star was huge, massive, and now it's not. So imagine something the size of our sun was now the size of a pen. It's just really, really dense and everything gets squished into it. Yeah. Right. That doesn't mean it went anywhere. It just means it got crushed into the smallest point possible. It doesn't go oh. out the other side. That's a, that's a conundrum for me. Yeah. I, just, to, I can't, to, I can't wrap my head around that type of stuff. To, like, to, to me, the way I imagine it is because something was there and now it's not, doesn't mean it went away. It just means it imploded in on itself. So mm. it's now just a teeny tiny little, little thing. Yeah. Right. And it's so all of that mass being concentrated in a tiny point, uh, is just sucking everything else in there to, to fill that void that was once there. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like Ant-Man dude. Ant-Man maintains his fucking weight and strength when he's tiny. That's why he can knock people out with a punch. Right. Yet somehow he could still ride ants and not crush them, which yeah. doesn't does, doesn't make sense. Yeah, but see? we'll ignore that part because it's a comic book. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is, though, dude. I mean, it is. All right. Like <laughs> no one will ever be able to actually go into a black hole and see what's in there. Not yet, dude. No, I don't think ever. We don't know what's out there. I mean, the amount, it, it literally sucks in light. I'm sure there's going to be somebody that makes something that can withstand the pressure. Some type of camera that they can send through a black hole that's a million light years away. So they could probably send something out to the black hole, right? But they don't have anything that can shoot enough energy out of the hole to overcome something that literally absorbs beams of light into yeah. itself yeah like it sucks up light so radio waves anything you use won't be able to come out of there what if they put it on a tether <laughs> <laughs> either the thing the tethered is anchored to will snap or the thing the tether is anchored to will go into the black hole as well they just need like a split second of like fiber optic cable just to send something back. I don't think he'll be able to. I think it'll just get sucked in right away. Mm -hmm. Kind of a, a cool thought experiment. 
that I watched uh, about black holes was um, if you were an astronaut, I forgot where I saw this, dude. I remember, wish I remember so I could put the link up to it. If you were an astronaut and you were hurtling towards a black hole, right? Before you got sucked into the black hole, like when you were on the uh, event horizon portion of it, right, mm-hmm. right outside, the the pretty much the point of return. The moment you cross that point, <clears throat> you would see yourself uh, twice, right? You would see yourself in the center of the black hole, being crushed to death, right, at a molecular level. Yeah. But you would also see yourself outside of the black hole, not being crushed to death. That's crazy, right? Because your your light is just stretched all the way out so you see both points of where you were and where you're going to be at the same exact time that's crazy yeah and then you have you present Mm -hmm. as you're floating through that until you no longer exist Mm -hmm. yeah interesting and you want to tether yourself to that yeah (laughs) to, to get (laughs) <laughs> gotta find out what's on the other side a little bit of data there's nothing on the other side it's you collapsing in that. of itself you're right i don't know that you're, well, you're right so what's the difference between a black hole and a wormhole then a wormhole uh number one i don't think we've found any yet but a wormhole is literally what it describes it's a hole in the fabric of space and time with an opening on the other end it's not a collapse of a star so it's just a theory right now. Yes, it is a tunnel, if you, if you will, right? A black hole is a, a star that collapsed, right? So think of it like a, <clears throat> like a submarine, mm-hmm. real deep, right? Once that submarine collapses or has like a breach in the hole or something like that, all the pressure goes out and the submarine gets crushed like a can. Yeah. You know, on a molecular level. Or atomic level, I think that's what the black hole is. Yeah. Mm. Right. Everything just gets squished into it. All right. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yep. I'm not selling it, but <laughs> <laughs> if I did, I'd sell it to you for a dollar. There you go. <laughs> uh, mm. What else we All got right. going on? Oh, not too much. I'm fixing to let my kid make dinner, so I'm going to see how that goes. Yep. So hopefully the house doesn't burn down. It, it probably won't, even though it's really easy to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's actually going to make orange chicken tonight from Costco. Your son? Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. Lincoln to, tries to help me, but he doesn't. Doesn't really. We did make brownies together the other day, though. You they made a brownie good. is what you did. What? You made one brownie. And then I cut it up into smaller brownies. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right? You didn't make brownies. You made one. I made one, and then you slice it up. Yep. Right. Into little tinier brownies, so you don't feel as bad when you eat four of them. Yeah. You know, uh, have you seen that uh, That you put in $20, and then I put in $20, and then I give you $30, and we both make 10 bucks thing? No. You'll have to get on the TikToks and have Belinda show you, but it's a complete sham. It is a sham. Like the way you explain that to me, somebody can't like, no. <laughs> yeah. Somebody didn't get $10 is, is what, what well, somebody lost 30 bucks is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Cause my wife was like, I don't understand how this works. And so like I was putting the kids down and I was looking at it. And I was like, there's extra money. And then she was like, I got to see it. So I got out some, I got out some, fake dollars and i was like here's your 20 dollars mm-hmm. and here's my 50 dollars yeah right mm-hmm. and so you put in 20 dollars and then i put in 20 dollars and then i pay you 30 dollars yeah and she was like we both made 10 bucks i was like no because i started out with how much money she was like 50 bucks it's like how much money do i have now she was like 40 i was like i lost 10 dollars yeah so complete sham yeah no it's uh it's so easy to to trick people into believing that too yeah it's dumb uh i remember when we were in connecticut belinda wanted to get into uh uh what was it lula row mm. remember that yeah like the spandex people not not lululemon 
It's like uh, clothes. It, it's yoga pants, essentially. Okay. Same shit, right? Yeah. Um, pyramid scheme. Yes, like housewives sell to other housewives type yeah. deal. They had more to it, but I was taking a business management class at the time, which coincidence, right? Complete coincidence. Yeah. So she wants me to help invest in this thing so she can get started. And I refused. Yeah. Right. Not because I thought it was a pyramid scheme, although it was, and they're, they're either still going through or recently went through some legal battles for this. Right. Yeah. But I was like, who is buying this? Right. Cause in my head, you bought from the company and they're going to send you what they sent you. You don't even get to pick. Yeah. Right. And then you're selling it to her, but she has her own stuff that she's trying to sell yeah that she's selling to another person and that person's selling to you so you're all selling to each other but nobody's making any money yeah, in no. the company that just made you buy all these things yeah right if they really cared about you they wouldn't let you sell where they already have people selling mm. right you'd have to go sell somewhere else yeah yeah no it's complete and utter sham like yeah. you're gonna be out ten dollars yep <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's one thing that I was I was up late last night and I was like this this is ridiculous. No, people fall for it, dude. That and everyone forgets their order of operations for all those math problems that you see all the time, like the oh, two yeah. plus four times five. Yeah, yeah. Please excuse my dear Sally. Don't forget, listeners. <laughs> There's an order, right? If it's in the parentheses, you do that first. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, dude. Yep, you can catch us on the Instagram. It's got the link tree there. It's all the links. Yep. Go to Two Dummies Podcast, and uh, you'll find everything that you need. Yep, yep. All right. Until next time, man. Later, dude. Later, bro.